Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Dev Technologies Devcast. I'm your host, Adam D'Angelo, along with John Janik. Hey, John. Hey. Yeah. How are you, Adam? Doing fantastic. Um, today, we've brought on Terry Shabandi, who is the PM of a number of projects, but most notably our BSSP project. Uh, his team largely works remote, um, even in the best of times. Isn't that right, Terry? You're probably 80% remote? Oh, yeah, that's right. They are... They're pros at uh, at the art of of teleworking. So, has this been a big change for you guys? Um, you know, working together, being remote, a hundred percent of the time, or is this just uh, another day in the office, so to speak? Yeah, I, I, it's probably a, a bigger change for me and and a couple other people that we're just not we're not used to working remote all the time. So, for for the most part, the the rest of the team has has gotten into the rhythm already you know they were already doing this monday at least monday um monday friday for most most of them but then also uh you know we would meet in the office on wednesdays but some people would also be in the office tuesday wednesday thursday so um and i was trying to be there as much as i could but yeah so they they had it down um and we had started i mean i can get into some of the some of the details here of, of um, what we had been doing before, but I might want to save that for some of the questions. Sure. Well, I, you know, we don't really have formal questions here. We just want to have a conversation and uh, yeah. uh, okay. see where that leads us. Okay. Um, so let me ask you this. So you said it was a big change for you. Um, I think you're somebody who's used to going into the office. You like to interact with folks around the office. You like to go over to our customers, you know, client side and, and go chat with them. So what, what were some of the changes that you've experienced, whether it's how you're relating to the team, your co, you know, other colleagues or the customer? Yeah, right. Yeah. For, for me, I do like the, the personal communication in person, being able to just joke around with everybody. So, um, I mean, I'm always looking for that. And, and so we continue to try to do that. Even when we're, we're communicating on teams, um, we'll have, communications happening while, you know, even during a conference call, while, you know, we're communicating through teams separately just to have feedback going on. And so, but yeah, for, like I said, for me, I, I, I like to be able to communicate in person. So I even like the fact that, that we've been using teams. Uh, some people have, have, have cameras on their GFEs, but some don't. And so like my, for some reason, my my camera doesn't work on on my ice laptop. Um, so we, you know, I miss that. I like that we have that on on our dev laptops to be able to do that and just to be able to see people. I think gets that feeling that you are in person a, a little bit more than just over the phone. So, um, but we are we're doing really well with with Teams. We had experimented with Teams prior to this. Uh, just to see some of the added benefits that it has in addition to Skype. And so we pretty much moved. We had tried different things with Skype and uh, even as far as sharing screens and uh, sharing um, files, you know, you can't do that on Skype, but uh, we experimented with different, uh, having a, a better sharing experience over Teams. And we liked the fact that we could save conversations there as well. 
Um, and, and now we're even starting to use, we're recording, uh, we'll do some overviews within teams of, for training purposes, um, reviewing things with the rest of the team, and we'll go ahead and record that conversation just so that we can come back and, and review that later. So we're, we're getting into a lot of that right now, and it's, um, we're seeing the, the benefit there as well. We haven't gotten into too much of putting our, our minutes up on, on the site, but we are sharing files on Teams as well. So that's, um, we're, we're taking advantage of that, that SharePoint feature within, within Teams. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, Cause John, I know that you are, you know, kind of leading the charge to help um, some of our project teams collaborate with their customers on some best ways to use Teams to interact and engage, especially during this period where we're all working remote. Uh, sounds like Terry's team has some great lessons learned there. Yeah, I think, you know, Terry, I think one of the things that would be useful for our audience too, and this is really important, especially in a government context, is context matters, right? So maybe a little bit about like you guys do, the team does application development, don't have to mention the client, right? Uh, or or even the project, but, you know, tell us a little bit more about the work you're doing, the type of work, it's, it's, it's development, is it is it agile development? Uh, what kinds of things are you doing right now? How big is the team? Because I think these kinds of things are all really important to think about in terms of, you know, how do you work as a team? Uh, and then And then maybe as part of that discussion, like, what would be the top three things that you would tell your government client, right? If your if your IT program manager came to you and said, Terry, we're just we're just having a heck of a time getting onboarded with this whole thing, this whole construct of remote work, what would be the three things? So a little bit of background, top three things. What do you think? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um background of the team, you know, we've got um we've got about eight people that are supporting the project right now. We're, we're, we're dropping down probably to our core O&M group of uh, about five of us here in, in the next few days. And, but we've, we pretty much do, we do our development work. We've, we've, we're heads down right now on a, on a task to uh, create something new for the government. And um, so we're looking to complete that and deploy that uh, at the end of May. Uh, so we are working in an agile environment, and so we are. Um, it, and but we're also supporting an, an O and M. Um, you know the 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 system, the existing system, several systems actually. We're we're supporting those in an O and M environment. So we've got multiple things going on in addition to this new development. Um, the agile process that we follow, we are trying to get more structured with that because. It's really about um, we end up taking on more than we can we can do, and and we we want to be able to put as much into the sprints as possible, but we're we're overloading the sprints, so we're trying to cut back just to be more realistic and show what is it that we actually believe that we can complete, and so we're we're going through those sprints. We're providing, we've got our daily our daily calls with the government in the morning and they're, they're really on top of what we're doing. And, and I try to give a summary of where we are overall. Um, so that's happening with the daily calls. We are, we added a, an afternoon rally just so that we can have some communication with the team 
just without without the government contract or the the government client there, so that the gives the the team the opportunity to speak freely uh, if there's if there's other issues going on that we need to be aware of. Um, but the team is doing a really good job. Also, there's a good dynamic there where they don't feel hindered to to just call somebody or or reach out to them on Teams or or online throughout the day if they need anything else. So um, what I try to do is, since everybody's chugging along, completing their work and and working on different things, I, I try to um, be the one to go around and and, and collect the, the the progress, you know, and find out where are we throughout the the week and 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 summarizing where we are at the end of the sprint. To be able to say, you know, this is what we did, this is what we completed. Um, a challenge with, and what I've realized with Agile is that using Agile with Jira, it doesn't always provide you with. Um, depending on how you define your workflow, it's hard to get the the completed items in there the way that you you want. And I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but you know, in a workflow, in a development workflow, as you're going through and you, you complete things, um, you get to that that point. What's what you want to consider done from a development perspective is going to be that it's ready for UAT. And so we've defined that as as our completion step, I guess. So, um, but but in um, in terms of of Agile or in terms of Jira. Uh, Jira is not going to call that completed until until it's it's closed. So um, I, I think that affects our ability to to show some things on on our burn down charts and things like that within using those tools within Jira. It's a little bit difficult f- for us. So what we're trying to do is pull things down and say, okay, this is what's this is what's been completed in this sprint, and and we've moved these into into testing. And once we've got them into that point, then we we we've put those onto a different board, and we move things around, and so we're doing that to help communicate progress to our government client to be able to say, you know, show that look, this is what we've completed throughout this this sprint. This is what we've got going on the next sprint by keeping that open communication, not only on a daily basis, but just a weekly summary of where we are. I think that really helps them to uh, feel comfortable in, in where we are. So I guess in, in terms of the, the top three things that I would, that I would say for, for the government would be, you know, that maintaining that open communication. So the second thing that, that I would uh, say related to this is that um, I try to call the, our our government client, our government PM, and just find out what does he need for his communication with with upper management for the week, and um, you know that's that's part of what I'm preparing every week just to say, look, this is where we are, this is what we've completed, but but I also want to make sure that that I, I know about anything else that that he needs in order to uh, communicate that that uh, progress up to his management. So um, third thing would then would just be, um, I mean, maintaining that team dynamics is, is I think the most important thing. Um, making sure that everybody feels like they are contributing. I think it's really important. Um, I don't want somebody to feel like, you know, they don't, they don't have a, 
uh, something good to work on. You know, they, they want to feel needed and, and like they're making a difference. And so, um, I think, uh, we've got a good team right now that's, that's doing that. And they, um, are all contributing in the, in the ways that, um, that do make a difference. Yeah. It's, it sounds like it's, it's pretty much business as normal. I mean, except it's, it's more complicated And Adam. We had, we had talked a little bit about this. I'm kind of curious what you think, uh, how does, you know, what does that make you think, right? When, when you're hearing Terry go through these different things and especially the, the comments for his government partners, right? The, everything I heard about is like exactly what we talked about. Oh, this is just business as normal, but it's the environment's completely different, right? So what do you think when you hear Terry say those things? Yeah. You know, as he was talking to us about some of the challenges, uh, you know, I, I, I always get hung up when people start talking about tools and burn down charts. Uh, you know, when, when it comes to agile, those things are things that always give me heartburn. Right. But, mm-hmm. but, but, yeah. but Terry did come back and, and really, you know, emphasize what is super important about agile. Right. He talked about individuals and interactions mm-hmm. and customer collaboration. Right. And responding to change. Right. There, there has been a bit of a change here. So, you know, when it, uh, Terry is basically implementing the Agile Manifesto in his, in his own way over there. So to me, it is business as usual, right? This is how we always try to operate. But it is important to recognize responding to change over following a plan. And I think that's exactly what Terry's doing. He's recognizing, hey, things are changing. There is a change here, uh, particularly with how I'm relating to my customer and my customers relating to their management um, and, and implementing a plan or implementing a change, I should say, uh, to, to work with them. So it, that, it sounds fantastic, Terry. It sounds like yeah. you guys are really, you know, yeah, you know, one thing that, that well I noticed when I made this switch over to 100% telework, because I typically have not teleworked, uh, that much at all. And, and part of it was good space. Um, now I've, I've got my office back at, at home and, um, but I, you know, I had to kind of get some ergonomics back into this because I was, I was exhausted at the end of the day. And, uh, I got a kick out of Ryan's email where he was telling us to, you know, things that we needed to watch out for. And it was exactly the same thing I ran into, you know, I was, I was sitting most of the day I was, and I was trying to get up and drink water, but I, I really had to restructure my, you know, my monitor set up, my keyboards, and, uh, you know, I ordered a couple, uh, you know, the mouse pads with, you know, some ergonomic things for my keyboard and stuff like that. So um, I think that's, th- those are things that just people don't consider unless you're, unless you're used to doing this, um, you really got to, you got to remember that this is a, this is a grind if, if you're not uh, prepared for it. So yeah, gotta keep I, your body ready. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go, in, go into training for for working from home. <laughs> yeah, I, I I loved Ryan's email this morning, and in fact, we could kind of a, a link or post some highlights to that when we get this podcast up. I think that would be fantastic. But I responded back to Ryan saying, "Yeah, I mean, it, it resonated. You know, I I've been fortunate enough to have plenty of work from home experience over the years as a software developer, but um, it, it takes a while to really develop." Uh, frankly, the discipline, right? Because it's not really the discipline of doing the work, right? It's actually the discipline of stopping, right? I think yeah. there's this this um, instinct that when you're working from home, um, maybe a, a desire to be 
overly available, right? You know, I would wake up in the morning and the first thing I would do would, was to, you know, check in, check my email, um, you know, see if there were any build errors from the night before, that kind of stuff. And, and then my day would kind of roll on and just kind of continue with, you know, fits and starts all the way through the time I went to sleep. So there it would, it would be a longer day. Um, and, right. but not always, but not right. always as productive, right? Um, because sometimes being responsive and available doesn't always mean that you are, you know, setting aside time to do dedicated work, right? As a developer. So I think, uh, there is a discipline to it and, uh, yeah, Ryan's email was fantastic and kind of outlining some of his lessons learned from his first week and what he thought were failures and successes. So uh, good point, Terry. Yeah, yeah I think, definitely. I think. I think for sure, if you're gonna if you're gonna learn about time management, you don't want to learn about time management for the first time in a remote work scenario, right? That's not the time to learn about remote work management. I, I think that uh, it's really interesting. You know, I I agree with both of you that when I saw uh, so Ryan is our Ryan Madden's our chief operating officer sent a great email. He sends it out every week to the exec team, just kind of saying, "Hey, have you been thinking about this?" And this week it was about his own personal experiences and sharing a little bit about how he thought he was going to make the transition to remote work a lot more quickly than evidently he did. And what's really interesting is just recognizing that that everybody is is going to be challenged in this process, and we're all going to have to deal with it differently. But there's some common threads there. And and some really good lessons to learn. And you're right, uh, you know, Adam was. I was thinking and reflecting on his comments and Ryan's comments in his email. You're right. I, I kind of started thinking like, the the problem is is that we haven't yet learned how to do chunking in our own line lives. Right. We talk about agile and and getting things down to what is the smallest work unit that we can deliver on. Right. But when we really think about it, we don't apply those same metrics to how we chunk out our own days. Because if I did that, it would be easy enough to say I have from 0830 to 1730 with, you know, 45 minutes for lunch and some random stretch breaks in between. And let's fill up the, let's fill up the pipeline. Right. And we just, we just haven't gotten mm -hmm. to that point. So it's interesting stuff. It really is. Yeah. Well, and I think, uh, I think, like I said, the, the, the fact that the team has been doing this on a regular basis longer than I have, I think they've got it down and they, um, they do they do work a lot, but um, I think they know they know when to stop and they know when to take breaks and and so we're just staying in contact. Uh, although some of them are are working a lot just to get things done. Yeah, I was going to say I don't know about that, Terry. I've worked pretty closely with your team before, and a lot of them are very hard workers and and push themselves maybe too hard <laughs> at times. You know, I think. Um... Kind of as we as we think about going forward and what does that mean, Terry? I think it's been interesting even talking a little bit about your experiences, contrasting the fact that you know you work with a team who has been effective in a remote capacity for some number of 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 probably years before now, now that we're in this crisis situation. And so their transition was not as great as you said your own transition was, right? As you kind of went into this full time, it sounds like you're coping, sounds like you're figuring out how to make it work and you're iterating towards success and, and you're succeeding on those, th those goals every single day, which is super important. I'm kind of curious, you know, so right now, for instance, you know, we're based out of Virginia, we're, we're headquartered in Reston and the state of Virginia says that, Hey, we're not allowed to even think about going back to work until June 10th now. Right. So, you know, we're going to be working out of our homes for the foreseeable future. 
what does that what does that look like to you? Are there things that you're talking with your government clients about, uh, things that you're having conversations about to be on the table for discussion in terms of what does our go forward strategy looks like? Are, is anybody thinking about that? Because, you know, what I'm starting to hear percolations of is Teams is great, but now we've got 50 million teams and I don't know which ones to go to for what activities or Slack is great, but I don't know where it is or SharePoint's great, but I don't know where the documents are. So, you know, all the same problems we had before, but now it's even worse because it's it's not as easier and intuitive to ask your your cube mate where to find something are you hearing any of those conversations? Are you, what does your go forward conversation look like as you as you think about how you move forward? Yeah, um, I mean, it's the same thing. We're not having a lot of problems, uh, or I guess there's there's not as many concerns in that area because we've been we've we've mostly been teleworking not only as our team but also with the government client, and I have actually been trying to, before this happened, I would try to go over to the the client site just to, just to see them more in person, but they, they have so many meetings that sometimes that was even, it was a challenge just to, just to see them. But everything else that we're, we're doing, we've been able to do, uh, we're, 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 pretty much doing that remote anyway, even though we're working out of our office, we're always on conference calls with, with the customer. So from, from the customer's point of view, they don't really see that it's that much of a difference. They just want to know that we're still making progress as we, as we used to. Now, one thing that we're running into now is as we approach this, the summertime, you know, we, we had signed up to, to have an intern. And we did that last year, and it was it was a success. We we actually ended up hiring Casey, uh, so you know she's she's working now in, in on another ice project, and and so that was a good um, was a good experience for for all of us. So that's going to be something. It's a new challenge now. Is that how do we have the have the intern integrate into this already, you know, good team dynamic and, and with a good ke- team chemistry how do we work that in to uh, to have her make uh, make make progress or, or you know get something learned from it and but also be able to contribute to the team and um, so we have to figure that out and and, and because that that's going to involve you know, getting things you know getting a new computer laptop piff card and all that stuff and working with the customer more that's our, our main upcoming challenge here. Uh, I mean, aside from, although we do have a release coming up and, and we plan to have that deployed in May, we've, we've done all of these things remotely before. So the, the, the normal things that we're doing now, um, uh, well, I can, I, actually I can add, I can add one thing in here. We did have related to this big release that, that we're working on. We did have, training planned. And the training was going to be, um, there was going to be in-person training happening with whether that was train the trainer, uh, or, um, training different groups of, of, of users. Some users were planning to fly into, into DC and we were even considering maybe going down to Dallas and doing some training. So all of that stuff is, is, is completely scrapped. 
And we're, we're looking now at what is our remote training uh, plan going to be. And so we're working out a solution. And, and that's why we had looked into, into teams as a possibility. And, and we had some, there were some little uh, issues going on there that we had to work through, but we're still figuring out what's going to be the best solution there. So Adam, in addition to, to that, I would say our other challenge is how do we integrate a, our new intern, which is scheduled, you know, she's going through clearance process now and how do we integrate her into the, in the team dynamic and make sure that we've got, uh, got a, an opportunity for her to learn and also to contribute to, to the team. Yeah, that's a couple of interesting challenges there, Terry. Starting with the, the the most recent one around interns, you know, I'm working to support our intern leadership group um, who's going to be running the program this year. And we've been talking a lot about the challenges of running a program that might be 100% remote. So some, some of the things that have been most successful about our internship programs in past years has been uh, the kind of the co-located team building events that we've been able to, you know, get the folks engaged in, getting them partnered with individuals on our different project teams to basically shadow them and learn from them. And we are very actively trying to figure out ways to make that as successful in a remote manner. Uh, so we'll probably, you know, frankly, over-engineer the program to make sure there are even more touch points with people, right? Create that level of engagement, even, even though we're not gonna be able to be in the same room as each other, um, just so that they feel like they're not only learning and you know growing as young professionals, but also getting that engagement with the workforce that is you know, one of those other big takeaways from an internship program. Yeah, you know, and these, um, this generation uh, uh, are very um, connected, you know, online and, and very good at, at handling these, these, um, these technology challenges. So I think we saw that when we, we did our interviewing with them because we, we had them interview through, we were using Zoom as well. And uh, the fact that they, um, most of them, you know, were able to log in and, and connect via via Zoom, online with their web webcam. I mean, that's just the uh, second nature to them. So I, I don't think, uh, I think they're used to this type of environment anyway. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's a valid point, Terry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when it comes to helping to develop training programs and plans for your customers and end users, uh, you know, always reach out. I'm happy to get involved in that, even though I, I think your team and uh, you probably ha will be able to figure out a, a number of good options for delivering training to them. That's something I know the, that your team's done many times over the years. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. We're we're working out our uh, our plans right now. All right. Well, Terry, thanks for joining us on DevCast this week. We really appreciate your insights and really hearing kind of how the frankly the Agile Manifesto seems to be your guiding light in these times of working remotely focusing on collaboration with your customers and adapting to a new plan. So good on you for staying All active right. and, and working with your customers. Thanks, Terry. All right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Terry. Look forward to having you again soon. It was my pleasure.